Shalom to all. Today's office Baba Kamat Afnun, and we are starting Memtes Amabez about a quarter away from the bottom with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lila Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov Maisha, Hernish, Shama should have an Aliyah, and Lila Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayabela, Basar Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish Shama should have an Aliyah. And now we're going to begin by talking about damages of bar. So Mishnah says, If a person dug a pit in Rishus Yachid, meaning in his own Rishus, and his opening was to the Rishus Rabbim, meaning it opened up in the Rishus Rabbim, so it is somewhat of a slanted bar, or Rishus Rabbim, Pischal Rishus or he dug in Rishus Rabbim, and the entrance was in Rishus Yachid, or Rishus Yachid, Pischal Rishus Yachid, Acher, he dug in his Rishus Yachid, and was opened into another Rishus Yachid, and someone got damaged on it, Chayv, he's Chayv. So I think Mara says, Tanabon, we have a Brysa, further explaining this. A person dug a bar in his Rishus Yachid, and its opening was into the Rishus Rabbim, Chayv, he's Chayv, someone got damaged on it. Vizehu bar arm Batira, this is the bar that's being said in the Tyra. Tiver Bishmal, that's what Bishmal says. Where's Rabbi Kiva? And Rabbi Kiva says, if someone's mafkir his rishos, but he wasn't mafkir his bar, meaning he dug a bar in his rishos, so it's his bar and his rishos, but then he was mafkir his rishos, allowing people to come in, but he still retained ownership on the bar, so that's the bar that's being spoken about in the Torah. Now that's the machlekes between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, and we just don't know exactly what they're arguing about. So we're going to have machlekes, what they're arguing about. Amar Rabbi, Rabbi tells us, No one argues in regards to a bar that he dug in the rishos Rabbim that he'd be chayv for that. My time why is that? Because Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk tells us, if a person uncovered a pit or if a person dug a pit and he didn't cover it and someone fell in and got damaged, so he'd be chayv for that. Now here's the explanation. If a person is chayv simply for opening up an already existing pit, wouldn't he of course be chayv for digging a pit from the beginning? Why does the Pasuk have to tell us about opening up a pit? Ella must be the Wasatar telling us, that this pit came to him simply by digging it or by uncovering it. Namely, even though it's not his pit, he doesn't own it because in the Rosh Hashanah and the Rosh Hashanah belongs to everybody, still he is chayev for digging or for opening up a pit. The only machlek is Rishmael and Rabbi Kiva is Ella, rather in this case, no number alpha on top of a barber shusai. If it's a bar that he dug in his own Rishos, Rabbi Kiva is Rabbi Kiva holds, barber shusai nami chayev, he's also chayev for digging a bar in his Rishos if someone falls into it. The Pasuk says, Baal Habar, the owner of the bar. And that tells us, the Torah is saying that even if the fellow owns the bar, it's not just in a Rishos where it's ownerless, it's in his Rishos and he owns the bar if somebody else falls in, so he's chayev to pay for that. Whereas Rabbi Shmuel, so Rabbi Shmuel holds Balatakala. It's referring to the owner of the stumbling block. And the Takala is referring to a bar in Rosh Hashanah. But if the bar is in his own Rishos, according to Rabbi Shmuel, he's not Chayev, because it's in his Rishos, and it's his bar. So we just clarify, What Rabbi Kiva mean when he's telling Rabbi Shmuel, this is the bar that's said in the Torah? If according to Rabbi's explanation of Rabbi Kiva, one would be Chayev for both a bar in Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. So the answer is, Rabbi Kiva is saying that this is the bar that the Pasuk starts speaking about first in regards to payment. And that's all Rabbi Kiva is saying, again, because Rabbi Kiva holds that a person's chayev for all types of bayrois, whether it's in the Rosh Rabbim or even Rosh Yachid. Now, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says differently than Rabba, but Bar Rosh Yachid If the bar's in Rosh Yachid, everyone agrees that he's chayev. My time, why is that? Because Baal Bar Rahmana, the Torah says Baal Habar, the owner of the bar. But Bar de Islebayal Maskinon, we're talking about a bar that's owned by somebody, and that's in Rosh Yachid. Keep pligi, what's all machlaik is Bar Rosh Rabbim? If the bar was dug in Rosh Rabbim, Rabbi Shmuel, so Rabbi Shmuel holds Bar Rosh Rabbim nami chayev, that he'd be chayev even if he dug the bar in Rosh Rabbim. Why is that? The chsev says the pasuk ki yiftach v'chiyichre. And he'll psicha chayv al kriyal akol shekain. If a person's chayv for opening up a bar, wouldn't he be sure be chayv for digging the bar? Why does the pasuk have to say ki yiftach and kiyichre? Ella must be sister of Yosef in Rabbi Shmuel. Shall escape psicha v'al escape kriyal balai. That even though this bar came to him only by digging it or by uncovering it, 
and it's not actually his bar because in Rosh Rabim, still he's chayav for it. Whereas Rabbi Kiva, he argues and says that no, a bar in Rosh Rabim, one is not chayav for. And Hanu Misuch we actually need both of these psukim, and they're not teaching us the ones chayav for digging or uncovering a bar in Rosh Rabim. Because Rachmani Ki Yiftach, if the pasuk only said Ki Yiftach, Havamina, I would think that when he opens up an existing pit, it would be sufficient for him to cover it, and if he doesn't cover it, he'd be chayav if someone falls in. Whereas if he does cover it and somebody somehow fell in, he'd be putter for that. Whereas Kair, if he dug the pit, I might think that it's not enough to cover it, and ultimately, he would have to fill it up. And therefore the Pasuk says, and right afterwards the Pasuk says, and he didn't cover it, telling us that if he did cover a pit that he actually physically dug, he'd be putter if someone gets damaged. And because if the Pasuk only said, digging a pit, I would say, it's only when he digs a pit he has to cover it, because he did a real Misa by digging the pit. But if all he did was uncover the pit, he didn't do a Misa in regards to the pit itself. I might say that he doesn't even have to cover it. That no, even if he didn't do a Misa, if he uncovered the pit and didn't recover it and someone fell in, he would be chayv to pay for that. And so according to this explanation, we ask, So what is Rabbi Shmuel trying to tell Rabbi Kiva? According to Rabbi Shmuel, he's chayv for both types of virus. The answer is, Rabbi Shmuel was simply trying to tell Rabbi Kiva that this is the part of the Pasuk talking about first in regards to damages. So this machlek as Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, I don't understand the machlek as Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel. So now we're going to ask on Rabbi Yosef. We have a brass that tells us as follows, If a person digs a pit in Rosh and its opening is in Rosh even though he's not allowed to do what he did, that's because a person is not allowed to make a hollow under the Rosh But still, he's potter for any damages that happened because the opening was in the Rosh However, if a person digs some sort of pit in Rosh Hashayachid, and on Amr Bez, we're going to understand what the difference between a bar, a Shiach, and a Ma'ara is, and the opening is in the Rosh Hashayachid, Chayiv. He's Chayiv of the damages. Now, the third case, if a person digs a bar in Rosh Hashayachid, which is near the like a person who's digging for foundations of his house or a wall that he's building, potter, so he'd be potter for that. However, on this last case, Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda Machayev, Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda Machayev him, until he makes a machitza ten tefachim tall that protects people and animals from falling into his foundation, or until he distances his foundation digging at least four tefachim away from where people and animals walk. Now here's analysis that's going to be the question on Rabbi Yisef. The reason why he's potter for his bar damaging is because he was digging it for foundations, and he's allowed to dig foundations. Halav l'ushen, but if he wasn't digging it for foundations, and stam he dug a bar, chayv, it's mashmah that he'd be chayv. Now, Hamani, who's this b'risa like? Vishlam with Rabbah, if you want to say it's a corn to Rabbah, that makes sense, because Reisha Rabbi Shmuel was safe for Rabbi Kiva. The Reisha would be Rabbi Shmuel, and the safe would be Rabbi Kiva. El Rav Yosef, but according to Rabbi Yosef, how would our b'risa make sense? Vishlam is safe, we understand the safe, the Rav could be according to everybody, and the reason why he's potter is because he dug it l'ushen, he dug his pit for foundations, and he has the right to do so. El Reisha, money, but what about the Reisha, where it was dug in the Rishas Rabbim and the openings in the Rishas Yachid, who's that like? It's not like Rabbi Shmuel or Rabbi Kiva, because Rabbi Yosef holds that according to both Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, if he dug a bar in his rishos, he'd be chayiv for that. Whereas the rishos this brayso says that he's putter, so it seems to be the brayso is not Rabbi Yosef, and it's like Rabba. So my answer is no. Amilchar Yosef, Rabbi Yosef would tell you kula devrakali. Really, the entire brayso is according to everybody. For Rasha, and what's the rishos the brayso talking about? Shalai hifker where he wasn't mafker his rishos or his bar, and therefore the person who fell into his bar didn't have the right to be in his rishos in the first place, and that's why, according to everybody, he'd be putter for that. And again, the safe makes sense as well, because since he was digging at Lushin for foundations, he was allowed to do so, and that's why he's potter. Now, based off what we just said, Amr Vashi, Rashi tells us, Hashid the Kimtal Rav Yosef, now that we just explained that this Brisa fits according to Shittas Rav Yosef, and it would be according to everybody, so the Rabbah Nami, we don't have to say that according to Rabbah, it's a Machlekas Tanaim, like we explained previously in Rabbah, 
You can explain that with the Reish Rabbi Shmuel, Sefer Nami Rabbi Shmuel, that since the Reish is Rabbi Shmuel, who potters for Barn Rosh Yachid, so Sefer also could be Rabbi Shmuel. And we can answer our dick as well. But time of the Ushin, the reason why he's potter in the Sefer as well is because he dug it for foundations, which is Mashma Halav Ushin Chayiv. That if he didn't dig it for foundations, he would be Chayiv. And again, that's technically problematic in Shitas Rabbi Shmuel, according to Rabbah, because Rabbi Shmuel potters if it's in his Rosh Yachid. And here we're talking about digging it in his Rosh Yachid. So how could it be that if it's in his Rosh Yachid, he'd be Chayiv for damages, according to Rabbi Shmuel? The answer is, can go into we're talking about where he extended these foundations into the Rosh Hashanah and therefore the entire foundation is not on the Rosh Hashanah and that's why it'd be chayv according to Rabbi Shmuel. But now we ask another question on Rabbi Yosef. Meisvei we have a brass that tells us if a person dug a pit in his Rosh Hashanah and its opening was in the Rosh Hashanah chayv he's chayv for someone getting damaged on it. Rosh Hashanah if he dug it in his Rosh Hashanah and it's right next to the Rosh Hashanah potter he's potter. So vishlam the rabbi cooler Rabbi Shmuel he we understand according to rabbi this entire brass would be Rabbi Shmuel that he's chayv for bar in the Rosh Hashanah and potter for sinners Rosh Hashanah and the Rosh is talking about a bar in the Shusarabim, and the Seif is talking about a bar in the Shusayachid. Al Rav Yosef, according to Rav Yosef, Bishlam Rish Rabbi Shmuel, we understand the Rish makes sense in Rabbi Shmuel, Elo Seifa Mani. Who's the Seifa like? Loy Rabbi Shmuel, Valer Rabbi Kiva, not Rabbi Shmuel or Rabbi Kiva. So Rav Yosef will tell you, no, Bacharfil Ushin with the Rakal. The Seif is talking about where he dug the pit next to Shusarabim, but it was Ushin, it was for foundations, and it's according to everybody. So we don't have a question on Rav Yosef from this Brisa either. We continue talking about digging pits in Shusarabim. Tanarban, we have a Brisa. Chafar, he dug a pit in Shusarabim, Upasach, and he left it open, Umasal Rabim, and he gave it over to the Rabim. And they accepted it from him, and they even put a plaque over there thanking him for digging this pit and giving it over to them. They most probably were using it for water storage. Putter, he's putter if someone gets damaged on it. However, if he dug it, left it open, and didn't give it over to the rabbim, or if he gave it over to them and they didn't accept it from him, he's chayv if someone gets damaged on it. This was actually the practice of Nechonyo, who used to dig all sorts of pits and water cisterns. He would dig, and leave it open, and give it over to everybody. And when Chum heard about this, they said, this one was Mekayimah's halacha. The Gemara just asks, halacha zu v'sulai? He was only Mekayimah's halacha, no other halachas? The Gemara says, you're right, El Ema, we really should say, is af halacha zu. The Chama commented that he also was Mekayimah's halacha. Now we continue talking about Nechoni Chayfer Shechen. Tanar Banu, we have a brayza. Maisa Bittal, Shechoni Chayfer Shechen. There's a story with the daughter of this Nechoni Chayfer Shechen. Shenafal Abar Gadol, she fell into a huge bar that had water in it. And Bo Vaidu, as Rabchanin and Medaisa, they came and they told Rabchanin and about this. Now Shah in the first hour, which means the first time they told him this, Armelami told them, Shalim, don't worry, there's peace. She hasn't died. She could survive for this amount of time in the water. Shania, the second time they came and told him, Amalami told him, Shalim, don't worry, it's peace with her, she still hasn't died. Shlishis, the third time they came and told him, Amalami told them, also, she already came out of the pit, you don't have to worry. Now they found that she did come out of the pit. Amalami, they asked her, Mia Helech, who brought you out of this huge water pit? So Amalami, she told them, Zachar Shalachayim is Damanli, there's a male sheep that came to me, Zachar Echad Manhigai, and there was a Zachar leading it, and this male sheep was the Isle of Yitzchak, and the old man leading it was Avram Avinu. And so Avram Avinu saved her with Yitzchak's ram. Now Amalami, they told her, Navi, you're Navi. So told them, I'm not a Navi, I'm not the son of a Navi. This is what I told myself. The very matter that this Sadik pains himself in, he works really hard digging these pits so that everyone could have water. His offspring are going to stumble on that and get hurt, and therefore I knew for sure that she would live. Even so, his son, meaning Nechunia's son, died of thirst. And why would this be? And his surroundings, meaning the surroundings of Hashem, are very stormy. And what do we learn from here? That Hashem is exacting with those that are around him, even by a hair's breadth. Meaning, tzaddikim, people that are in the mechitzah of Hashem, they have to give den mechajbin for even the slightest thing. And there must have been something that Nechoni Chayfer Shechin did that he deserved to have his son die in thirst. And Nechoni Arm Hacha, Nechoni gives a different source for this. It says in the Pasuk, Kel Narutz Besoy Kedoshim Rabba Venoyra Al Kol Hashem is dreaded in the great council of the holy and is awesome over all those who surround him. And that's what we're learning from Venoyra Al Kol Anyone who's around Hashem, Hashem's judgment is awesome over him. And Rukhani Rukhani tells us, Kol 
Anyone who says that Hashem is a vatron, meaning he gives in, he forgives, and if you do an Avera, he doesn't care about it, so that person is giving up on his life. Shnei, because the Pasuk says, Hatsur, the rack, which is referring to Hashem, Tamim Palai. Everything he does is whole. Kichod Rachav Mishpat. All of his ways are righteous, and even though maybe Hashem is going to delay punishment and he's going to give a person time to do tshuva, he doesn't forget on anything and he's going to give din v'cheshbin for every single thing a person does. And Rabbi Chana says, Vitim Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani. Some says Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani that said this. Ma'atich Siv What's Pshat and Pasuk? No, no, based on top Erech Apayim. It says Hashem is Erech Apayim. V'loik Siv Erech Af. It doesn't say he's Erech Af. Erech Apayim is lost in plural. Then Hashem is long or slow to anger. Instead of using the singular version Erech Af, it says Erech Apayim. What's Pshat on that? The answer is Erech Apayim with Tzadikim Ule Rishayim. Hashem is Erech Apayim for Tzadikim and Rishayim, which means that when a Tzadik does something good, Hashem is going to hold on. He's going to delay the reward until the Tzadik gets up to Elam Haba, where the reward is much greater. And by Rishayim, it's the same thing. He's going to delay his anger and give them a chance to do tshuva. But if they don't do tshuva, they're going to get their punishment in the next world, which is much more severe than a punishment down here. And continue to talk about a bar toner abundant. We have a bris aloysakol adam rishus rishusrabim. A person is allowed to remove stones from his rishus to their rishusrabim. And masabadam echad shayim masakam rishus rishusrabim. There's a story of a fellow who's in his field taking stones and putting them rishusrabim. Umetzoy chasid echad. And a certain chasid a pious fellow saw him. And overall, his chasid told him, "Reka empty one." Why are you removing stones from rishus that's not yours into rishus that is yours? So look like all of his fellow laughed at him. He didn't understand what the chassid was talking about. This guy standing in his own field, which is his, removing stones into the Rishos Ram, which is not his. However, Yomim, after some time, he had to sell his field. He was walking in that same Rishos Rabim by his field, and he tripped on those very stones that he put on the Rishos Rabim. Amar, then the fellow said, What that chassid said to me is right. Why are you moving stones from Rishos that's not yours into Rishos that's yours? Because it turned out that he was removing stones from a field that's not his anymore into Rishos Rabim that is his, and he ended up getting damaged on those stones. And Alton Mishnah continue talking about Bayreis. If a person digs a pit in Rishos Rabim, and a Shar Hamar fell into it, Chayv the fellows Chayv. And this is Echad Chayfer Bar, whether someone digs a pit, or a Shiach, or Ma'ara, Haritzin, or Ne'itzin, Chayv is Chayv in all these cases. Now let's just pause and explain what all these are. So a bar is circular, whereas a Shiach is long and narrow. A Ma'ara, commonly translated as a cave, is square and covered with a roof of sorts, but it has an opening, hence it's like a cave. And Haritzin are the same thing. They're square, it's just that they're without a roof, and Eatsin are wide on top and narrow on bottom. So Mishnah asked him, Ken, if that's really so, that these are all the same, Laman and Bar. So why does the Pasuk use the word Bar? The answer is, Ma'bar Sheyesh Bagdei Loham is Asar Tfachim. Just like by a bar, one is only Chayv if it's deep enough to kill, which is Ten Tfachim, Avkal Sheyesh Bagdei Loham is Asar Tfachim. So too, all these other things, Shiach, Ma'ara, Charitzin, and Eatsin, it has to be deep enough to kill, which is Ten Tfachim. Hayyub Chusim Asar Tfachim. Let's say it's less than Ten Tfachim deep, and Ashar Chamar falls inside, Umes, and it died. Potter, the owner, is Potter. However, if the animal got damaged, so the owner is Chayv, even though it's less than Ten Tfachim. So we get to discussion in the Gemara, why is a person Chayv when his bar is 10 for killing? So I'm a Rav. Rav says, Bar Shechiv Ha'olav Torah, Lehevloi V'loi L'chavotai. The bar that the Torah was Mechayv on, if an animal died in it, is because of the Hevel, the bad or stagnant air that's inside the pit, and not because of the actual blow that the animal received by falling into it. Now, Amok we see from here that Rav holds, Chavata Karka Oilam Hu that the blow that the animal received when it fell into the pit is just Karka Oilam, it's just the ground doing it, it's not the owner of the bar doing it, and the owner is not Chayv for that blow, for that Chavata. He's only Chayv because of the Hevel, because of the bad stagnant air in the pit. 
Now, Shmuel, Shmuel says, Donors chayv not only because there's havel in the pit, but also because of the blow that the animal received by falling in. Having time if you're going to say that lechavatai amar tire v'loy lehavloi, that the tire is only telling us that he's chayv because the animal fell in and received a blow from the floor of the pit, and not because of the havel, the bad stagnant air that's inside. That's not true, explains Shmuel, because atar yidalabar, the tire says that a person's chayv for his bar damaging vafilu malis fugin shaltemer, even if it's full of soft tufts of wool, still he's chayv. And why would he be chayv if an animal falls into a pit of ten tefachim if it's full of soft sponges? The answer is because of the havel as well. So Shmuel says it's because of havel and the chavata, whereas according to Rav, it's only because of the havel. So the Gemara asks, "My Benai, what's the difference between them?" The answer is, "Ikbenai." The difference is, the Avod Gavir Rabim, if he made some sort of height like a ramp in the Rosh Rabim, and the animal walked up the ramp and then fell off, and that drop was ten tefachim. So the Rav, a Gavir Lemachayev, according to Rav, he's not chayev for this Gavir because there's no havel at the bottom. The bottom of this is just the Rosh Rabim because it's not a pit. Again, it's just a ramp which is ten tefachim high that the animal walked off of. Whereas the Shmuel, according to Shmuel, a Gavir Namachayev, he'd be chayev also for this Gavir because again, according to Shmuel, one's chayev not only for the havel of the pit damaging, but also because of the chavata of the strike or the blow that it received, and that exists even if there's no hevel, like in this case of a walking off the ramp. So now we ask my time with Rav, what's Rav's reasoning? That we're only mechai for the hevel and not for the blow that it received. That's because the Makar the Pasuk says, v'nafal, and it fell. It has to be that it fell in the normal way of falling. And the normal way of falling into something is that one falls into a pit or he falls into a depth head first. That means that the animal's at the bottom of the pit with its head there, and that's where all the hevel is. And Shmuel, how would he explain this? V'nafal, V'nafal means that it fell any sort of falling, even if it fell off the ramp in the Rosh Hashanah, or maybe it didn't fall head first into the pit, and therefore it's really not breathing in all that hevel at the bottom of the pit. Still, it'd be chayv because of the chavata, because of the blow that the animal received. But now we're asking a question on Rav. Tanan, our Mishad asked the following question. Imkain, if that's really so, that one is chayv for more than bar. He's chayv for shiach, ma'ara, charitzen, and itzen. Salam and Amar bar. Why does it say bar? And Mishad answered, Ma bar sheish ba'gidei lohamis asar tfachim, af kol sheish ba'gidei lohamis asar tfachim. That just like a bar, the only way a person's going to be chayv for killing an animal that falls into it is if it had kidei lohamis, which is ten tfachim. So too, any of these other things, they have to have kidei lohamis, which is ten tfachim. So Mishlim is Shmuel, we understand according to Shmuel the words in the Mishnah, af kol, even everything. Lasuya Gaiva is coming to include the case of Gaiva where the fellow built a ramp in the Shusarabim and the animal walked off of it. El Rav, but according to Rav, af kol lasuya mai. What's the af kol of the Mishnah coming to include? Think of our answers, lasuya charitza and itzen. It's coming to include the next cases of the Mishnah that say charitza and itzen, and for that matter, shiach and ma'ara, that one would be chayv for. The Gemara asks, how could the words af kol be including that? Charitza and itzen behedikatani lehu. The Mishnah says the words charitza and itzen beferosh. So the words af kol must be coming to include something that's not being mentioned in the Mishnah. So our answer is no. Tani v'hadim refarish. The Mishnah is teaching us a rule af kol so to everything, and then it goes on to explain what is coming to be included charitza and itzen shiach and ma'ara. And therefore, the word af kol in the Mishnah is not coming to include something that's not in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is just being explanatory. What's the Afkal? Shiach ma'ara charitza n'itzen. So we just answered how the Mishnah is not problematic with Rav. But now we ask, Why do we need to mention all these cases in the Mishnah? Once we say bar, we can include everything. Why do we have to spell out that he's also chayv for his shiach ma'ara charitza n'itzen damaging? Oh, we answered tzricha, it's necessary. bar. If we only say the one's chayv for his bar damaging, Havamin, I would say, bar asaru hu de'izbe havla, that a bar that's tentfachim deep has havel, it has these stagnant bad air, mishim to cut in That's because it's small and round, so there's no air circulation. A shiach, which is long, aim I might say, basar, less behevla, that there's no hevel there, and that's why I have to mention shiach, and vitana shiach, if we said shiach, half of me I would say, shiach, asar, who des behevla, the one the shiach has ten, so it has hevel, mishim to cut in, because it's narrow, aval ma'ara, but a ma'ara, the miraba, that's square, aim I might say, basar, less behevla, the one it's ten, it doesn't have hevel, because it's square, and there's air circulation, vitani ma'ara, if we only said ma'ara, half of me I would say, ma'ara, basar, who des behevla, then when a ma'ara is ten, it has hevel in it, 
Kala, that's because it's roofed and has a cover over it, so there's no air circulation. Have a Kharitzin, which is the same exact thing as a Ma'ara, but the Loimetali, it doesn't have this roof, Eim Basar Lesbu Havla. I might say that even though it's 10, it doesn't have Havel because there's circulation due to the fact that it doesn't have a cover. So that's why the Mishnah also has to say Kharitzin. And we turn a if the Mishnah had stopped the Kharitzin, Havamina, I might say Kharitzin Asar Hudesbu Havla. The Kharitzin that are 10 Tvachim deep, they have Havel. And why is that? Mishum Dlesbu Revichamil El Tfemitatai. That's because up above, by the opening of the pit, it's not any wider than by the bottom of the pit. Avalna eats them, but these last things that we mentioned, the Revichim El Tfemitatai, that they're much wider on top than they are down below, in Basar Lesbu Havla, I might say they don't have any Havel, even though they're 10 Tvachim deep, because all the air from the bottom is going to escape out the top, because it's very narrow on bottom and wide on top. Kamashmon the Chedesh is, that even the eats and their 10 Tvachim deep have Havel. How we think of discussing Shitas Rav and Shmuel, Tanan Armishna said, if the bar was less than 10 Tvachim deep, and Shorchamar fell into it, and that Shorchamar died, Potter, the owner of the bar is Potter. However, the Shorchamar were damaged on it, Chayiv, so the owner of the bar is Chayiv. Now we analyze this, Potter. If the Shorchamar fell inside and died, the owner is Potter. My time, why would that be? Isn't it because the blow that it received when it fell in isn't strong enough to kill it, and that's why the owner is Potter if it died? And we're assuming right now that of course the bar is Hevel, and still we see the owner is not Chayiv for the animal dying. Clearly, it's not like Rav or Shmuel, who are both Machayiv for Hevel killing. And over here we see that even though there's Hevel on the bar, the owner's not Chayiv for the animal dying. It must be because we're really Machayiv for the blow that the animal receives and not because of the Hevel. So Gemara says, that's not true. It's because it doesn't have Hevel. And that's why the owner of the bar is not Chayiv when the animal falls in and dies. Because there's no Hevel in a pit that's less than 10. Ask Gemara Yachim, that's so. In Huzak Chayiv, when the Mishnah said that if the Shar Hamar got damaged in this pit less than 10, the owner's Chayiv, well, why would that be? There is no Hevel in the bar. There shouldn't be any reason to Machayiv him even for Nizakin. So Amri, they answered, no. In Hevel Misa, there's not enough Hevel to kill an animal in a bar that's less than 10. But Vyesh Havel and Nizakin, there is enough Havel for Nizakin, and therefore that's where he's high for damages, but not for Misa. So once again, we're going to have a question on Rav or on Shmuel for that matter, and we see that one is high for his bar damaging because of the Havel, the bad stagnant air that's inside of it. We're going to stop it for the day and pick up tomorrow with a story. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.